The following is a Kingfisher Media production. Hey guys, you're listening to the In the Blood podcast. I am your host, AC Bergen Fisher, and thank you so much for listening, whether you are a new or returning listener. I'd like to invite you to find a quiet place where you consider what's being shared with an open mind and a receptive heart. Before we begin, though, the following disclaimer. I am not a therapist, and nothing presented here should be considered as therapy. If you feel that therapy would be beneficial, please seek out a licensed therapist who you trust. One of the most common complaints I hear from people struggling through a big ticket conflict with another person is something along the lines of, I've told them a hundred times, but they still dot, dot, dot. I've heard it from parents. I've heard it from children, coworkers, spouses, literally everybody. I've even heard it coming out of my own mouth. So on the surface, it would appear as though we as a species are dealing with an epidemic of others not listening, right? Even as I said that, I'm pretty sure that most of you were already squirming a little because saying it out loud made it seem more than just a little ridiculous. Okay. So... If we're operating on the assumption that the problem isn't that everyone else on the planet has a listening problem, what is the actual malfunction here? Obviously, we can't poll everyone else in the world for their honest take, so where does that leave us? In situations like this, I like to start by asking the person I know trust, and understand best. Me. While I am not always a reliable source, I do communicate in ways that I understand very well, so I find me pretty easy to talk to. So if I think back on situations where someone has come at me hot with some version of, I've told you a hundred times, I quickly realized that the problem was almost never a simple case of me not listening, refusing to comply for garbage reasons, not respecting where they were coming from, or any of the other unfair justifications for my alleged actions, which were assumed to be. While I can clearly remember examples of being told certain things multiple times, I can just as clearly remember the same unclear messages being repeated in the same words, which I didn't fully process the first time. Now, I'm a person who likes to ask clarifying questions especially when I've got no freaking clue what the other person is heated about. On the surface, this seems super reasonable. The problem is that these questions aren't always welcomed 
because they are taken to be challenging, argumentative, insulting, condescending, or any other number of things that an already ramped up person is likely to assume over the possibility that I actually just do want to understand. In these cases, a different way of explaining things might serve the situation best, but far too often, a change of volume is employed instead of a change of wording. Some people yell. Some people go quiet. And some people just mutter something as they walk away frustrated that I am not hearing them. As much as this type of exchange can put strain on a relationship when it happens one time, it doesn't usually stop at just one. Remember, I've told you a hundred times, dot, dot, dot. I don't want you to think that I'm sitting on my pedestal judging anyone for their inferior communication because I have told people a hundred times myself. We all have, I'm sure. What I think we all need to consider is that telling someone the same way many times is less likely to yield a desired result than telling them something many different ways. Stew on that one for a minute. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've been really unfair to everyone I've gotten upset with for not listening to me, hearing me, understanding me, after me telling them something important over and over and over again. Thinking back on how people can respond negatively to my clarifying questions, I realize that I'm not always receptive to them either, and I tend to react to them the same ways as anyone else. I think this puts additional pressure on me to give my important messages the best possible chance of being understood by watching their body language and facial expressions, listening to what specific types of feedback I get, you know, just reading the room in general. If I'm communicating something important and the other person looks disconnected, I have to explore the reasons why. Is this the right time for the conversation? Is this person the best one to bring this thing to? Am I using language that they understand? Would an analogy work better than my heartfelt description? Am I wasting my breath on someone who has made it clear that they don't now, nor will they ever care? I don't know if there's a one-size-fits-all approach to be taken. I've had varying degrees of success with a variety of methods. 
the one consistent in all of this is that repeating myself in an endless loop of the same words leads me to only one place, the one where I've told you a hundred times, but you still dot, dot, dot. Maybe take a little time this week to think about that frustrating someone in your life who never seems to listen, no matter how many times you express yourself. Ask yourself, and be honest, if you could have made it easier on both of you by picking different words or different times. Is it possible that you had unrealistic expectations about the outcome because you chose the wrong times or even the wrong people to bring this up with? As always, if you have thoughts on this or anything else I've spoken about, send me an email at inthebloodpod at gmail.com. And as always, until next time, much love.